What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J from 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. You guys know transparency is very important to me because I believe it's the key to communication as well as bridging the gap in our communities. Bridging the communication gap amongst our generation has been near and dear to my heart for a very long time. I've been working feverishly to spark the hard conversations in our communities. As the world changes, people change, things change, life experiences change us. Sometimes it can be hard to express yourself to the ones you love. We all suffered something during the pandemic, some more so than others. Emotions can be like a roller coaster, and that's why I'm grateful to Faithful Canceling. Thank you, Faithful Canceling, for sponsoring this episode. Faithful Canceling is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With Faithful Canceling, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, Faithful Counseling can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit, for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional cost. With Faithful Counseling, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist that is custom-picked for you. More scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at FaithfulCounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. That's FaithfulCounseling.com slash 12th Street Talk Back. Let's start bridging the communication gap together. Come on, I wonder, can I get any worshipers in the house? Come on, you may be wounded, you may be hurt, you may be left alone. But he can be a father to you, let him wrap his arms around you. Come on, just open your mouth. I don't care where you are, come on, talk to him. Father. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Morning Inspirations on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning that God has blessed us in. Let's give God some praise right now where you're standing. Heavenly Father, we come before the throne this morning. We thank you for the very breath that we're breathing right now, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy because we know that it's new every single day. We thank you, Father God, for the covenant 
that you made with us, O oh Lord, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for using us as a vessel, Father God, for your will, for your glory, so that you can get the glory and you can get the splendor out of it, O oh Lord. Father God, we just lift your name right now. Hallelujah to your name. You are worthy to be praised, O oh Lord. We just thank you this morning. We just bless your name right now, Lord. Without you, there is no us, O oh Lord. Heavenly Father, we recognize every inch that you're in our life, Father God. Father God, we welcome you into our homes, into our minds, into our hearts, O oh Lord. Father God, we know we are nothing without you, O oh Lord. Father God, we ask today that you continue to walk beside us. Guide us and lead us, Father God. Help us, Father God. Let our light shine, Father God, ever so brightly like only you can, O oh Lord. Heavenly Father, we know that you're able to do all things. And we keep our hands in your hands on this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good Monday morning to you guys. I hope everybody is feeling blessed and feeling good on this Monday morning. I have to tell you guys, it's a little dreary and rainy where I'm at, but I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to keep doing what God wants me to do, and that's to love my neighbors, honor him, put him in everything that we do in this household. Let him precede us in all things. So guys, this morning where I'm at in Genesis, I am pretty much, you know, just like I said, I'm slow walking this thing and taking notes and bouncing back and forth and different areas of my word. And we left off where, you know, I left off where Leah and Rachel, they were doing that thing that sisters do, brothers do. Sometimes, you know, little jealousy and envy and strife runs up and through our families and our friends. And that's where we left off with Leah and Rachel. Leah was kind of doing this na-na-na-na-na thing to Rachel because she knew that Jacob favored Rachel more so than her. So she was having the sons and uh, had a daughter, Diana. And um, Rachel decides that, you know, she's going to give Jacob her maid servant so that she can bore him some sons or daughters. And her maid servant goes on and bears Jacob some sons. And Leah gives her maid servant and uh, she bears him some more children. Not only did Leah have babies for Jacob, her maidservant married and had Jacob's, uh, Jacob's children as well. So they were doing this kind of tick for tack thing. But the in interesting thing that caught my attention um, Friday night when I was reading in my word and making my notes was it's almost like when Jacob um, sold, I mean, Esau sold Jacob his birthright. You know, Jacob, he's, a, he's skillful with his schemes. And the same thing with Leah and Rachel. 
they kind of, you know, Rachel ended up in a position that she didn't want to be in, being beautiful and capturing Jacob's eye. And Jacob ended up having to marry the older because in those days it was the custom for the older to marry before the younger. So he had, he was, it was kind of like two for one. If he wanted Rachel, he had to take Leah. And that's where all the envy, jealousy, and strife comes in at. So they're doing this back and forth thing. And, you know, one of Leah's son finds some mandarin and mandric and Rachel wants some. So then, you know, they back and forth, back and forth. Leah wants Jacob. So they swap out that for her to be able to lay with Jacob. But then we come to the part where Jacob's ready to go. He's he's ready to go. He's ready to take his two wives and his sons and his daughters, and he's ready to leave Laban's land. Laban doesn't want him to go because since Jacob's been there, Jacob has um, increased his livestock. He's increased his wealth. So Laban's always making up all kinds of excuses so that Jacob would stay for a few more years. As it is, he's already served 14 plus, 21, I believe, in all years working for the hand of Rachel and Leah. He's had children. They built a family there. And, you know, Jacob's ready to go. So Laban's, he's he's in his mess. He's in his head. He wants Jacob to stay because he sees the increase. He sees the blessing on Jacob's life from God, from my heavenly father. So he's trying to get all that he can get through someone else. And Jacob, you know, he kind of tricks him again and... In doing this, you know, Jacob leaves with some of uh, Laban's livestock, but without, with not out um, having to be a trickster again. What he considers God's favor, he's not holding on to his faith. But he gets the livestock. Laban's sons say, you know, Jacob has made himself wealthy off of us. I want to back up a little bit because I got a little bit ahead of myself. Right there where Laban is wanting Jacob to stay because he sees the increase of his blessing. He sees God working through Jacob. That's where I want to stop at. Never... For me, this is just for me, and someone else may come along and explain it differently, but for me, I get out of that as I apply it to my daily life. If you're blessed to be around someone that is a blessing to you, don't gouge. If that, if God lets that person find it in their heart, to bless you, to be a part of whatever he's blessed them with. Don't get green with envy or gouge. Take the blessing, move on, and try to multiply it. Never allow someone else's blessing 
to dictate your movements. And I believe that's what Laban did here because he's seen how blessed Jacob was, how God had his hands on Jacob. He used him for years. He used him for years, and he always came up with different excuses on why he didn't want Jacob to leave. He tricked him in the beginning by sending Leah in instead of Rachel, knowing that's who Jacob really wanted to marry. So when he said, I tell you what, you lay with Leah for a week, and then you can marry Rachel. The tricks began there. And after he had worked seven years for Leah, he had to work seven more for Rachel. And all this time, Laban is gaining. He's gaining. He's not losing anything. He was going to have to marry his daughters off anyway. He just seen that Jacob was smart and skillful. And he saw how his cattle, his land increased with Jacob being there. So he didn't want to let him go. So the lesson for me is if someone comes along and blesses me, let me take that blessing and move on and try to multiply and be fruitful. Let's not use someone that's out of the kindness of their heart working for you for maybe something that you provided and you keep stretching out that's not good enough. If you provided someone with a service and they told you that they were going to pay you back, but you keep stretching out their labor, you keep stretching out that one favor or holding it in over their head, should I say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You bless someone and you're stretching it out. Let's say you gave someone a hundred dollars to pay their light bill and they didn't have the money to pay you back and you said well you know i'm gonna give you a few weeks but i'm gonna add interest and they keep coming up short every week and you keep adding more interest on that loan don't stretch it out don't stretch out your blessing that god lays in your heart to bestow on someone else. And then, if you've blessed someone, or someone has blessed you, don't hang around trying to get and take off of their blessing. Receive that blessing with joy. Move on and let God come along and give you an increase. Because he already laid it on that person's heart to bless you anyway. So don't hang around and try to stay along for the ride until the ride finally shuts down. Receive that blessing with joy. Be grateful. Be thankful. And move on. It's almost like a few years ago when people were gas gouging. Don't gouge. Receive that blessing and move on. That's my interpretation of it for today, guys. Be blessed in all you do on this Monday morning. 
I'm sure if the Lord, the Holy Spirit gives me another way to look at it as I meditate on this today, I'll be back later on in the week to give you a little bit more of my insight, if it be in God's will. Be blessed in all that you do on this Monday morning. And remember, if you can't do anything else, give someone a kind word today. Plant those seeds. Dig those wells. Peace and blessings to you. Would I go? What else would I do? If I did not know you, how deeply I believe. How deeply I believe.